Yes! Welcome back to Go Deep the Podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we have an opinion like we have a clue. Thank you for coming back. And here's your host, John Nothing Doe. Oh boy, oh boy. Somehow that never gets old for me. <laughs> Welcome back to Go Deep the Podcast. We are a member of Go Deep Productions. Just friendly friendly reminder, we have a website. You can go to godeepproductions.godaddysites.com. I know that's a big, that's a mouthful. And from there, you can listen to the podcast that from there, or you can go onto our store and you can buy some of the new gear we have. With that being said, on today's show, we have a very special guest, someone that's been on here before, and I love to pick their brains. It is Ryan from NFT, or it's non-fundable guys, correct? Non-fungible guys. Why, fu- correct. I, I want to say fudge, but it always never comes out right. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Good, buddy? I'm great. Listening to that opening, I thought I was actually just listening to the podcast. It was so smooth. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I'm uh, putting, I just try to put a little, little bit more of those, uh, those touches as we go along, you know, as we go further down the pipe, right? Hell yeah. So, you talk about podcast. How's your podcast coming there with your co host or your bro host? You're doing good. Yeah, bro. Oh, that's a good one. Bro host. I'm going <laughs> to steal that. I'm going to call him that tomorrow when we record. Do it. What's do up, it. my bro host? Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> definitely oh i can't wait now a little confused so, no yeah no for sure but uh no everything's going great we just i think we're up up to like almost we're almost at that 30th episode oh wicked so, yeah man we're just plugging along trying to garner some uh some good interviews and just keep up the, the content i mean the space alone just gives us the content because there's so much always going on so no kidding yeah we just keep going so, uh, what is your most interesting interview you've had so far on your podcast? I think the one that we're going to have, I think next, we've lined it up for next week is going to be a good one, but, uh, we've had three or four already. Uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> it would either be our, the one I've got three, the top three would be not, no, no particular order would be the one with Joe Conrad and then Matt angels. My the uh, one I had fun with was with Nat Angel. Okay, she, well, was, she was awesome. What made it fun to have her on the show? I just wasn't sure where the, the episode was going to go, but she was dropping some serious knowledge, and it's not that I didn't think she would have that knowledge, but it was just you know we get some people on it. it we knew her, uh, of her, and we had talked a bit about with her, but it wasn't sure what 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 was going to happen. She was just awesome, super fun. Had some, she was seriously in the space with some knowledge. So it's fun. So let me yeah. ask you now that we're, we're going down this path, we're going to talk a little bit about stuff that's in your uh, wheelhouse. As uh mofo would say, we want to see what's a uh, little, little, dig a little deeper in your wheelhouse here. And let's talk a little bit about blockchain NFT and all that fun business. So all right, sounds good. have you minted any uh, NFTs yet? For myself, like, have I created one? Yes. Uh, I'll drop a little, like, I guess alpha is we are working on creating one for maybe second quarter, later in the first quarter of this year. Okay. And, like, yeah. what, like, you don't have to tell me. You can tell me to shut the fuck up. But what, <laughs> what kind of price are, and, and, like, is this a collection? I know this is, like, a two-part question. Is it a collection or is it just, like, one item? It would be a collection, but it, there's going to be, I'll uh, say, multiple levels to it in the sense of not just one. Co- well, I, yeah, it's not just one collection. I'll say that we're going to be doing we're going to try something new in the space. and We'll see how that goes. OK, OK. 
And yeah. without giving too much, like taking the cat out of the bag too much, what is like the price range? Like starting, is it like a starting price range and it goes up or is it like kind of like a bidding process almost? No, it would be, um, it would just be like a, a set price and eat. We're going to do it on Ethereum to start. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure. Most projects go under 0.1 E, so we'll probably be under that or around around that price range. I, I would think we haven't really finalized it yet. Now, when you say 0.1 E, how yep. f- how much would that be possibly for us Canadians up here? Well, let's see. I can do a quick look up. Okay. So, use where I've been looking. One E has been sitting around. It's at 3,400 bucks right now. So oh, wow. if you were to buy, yeah. So if you buy point one, you're looking at what ten one percent. Point one would cost me if I bought right now on Coinbase. Let's say it, you're looking at three hundred and fifty-seven bucks. Woo, Canadian. <laughs> okay, guys, start rubbing those pennies together. I know they're yeah. uh, no longer in circulation, <laughs> but uh, keep hunting. You might be able to afford this bad boy. Yeah, that would be top top tier. I think if we were to go that route, but yeah. Uh, I'm just one of a few, so of course I, I'm not. I can't make any final statements, but yeah, you got to have some ETH handy. All right, all right, okay. So we have that coming down the pipe. You're saying maybe second quarter this year, of course. Yes. 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 Okay. Just want to make sure. I don't want to be like, yeah, second <laughs> quarter. And I'm like, wait, we're almost at second quarter now. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, we are. Eh? Yeah, I was gonna say. So you were. We were talking the last time we spoke. You made mention of you're gonna possibly make a website. And you're going to use blockchain and do it. Have you done it? And is there any success in doing so? I I have done it. Um, it's non fungible guys dot crypto. I think is, but you got to use a special browser to go look at it. I okay. Think you got to use. I think the web the web browser you use is Brave. I love kind of Brave. Like okay, so you do know about Brave, yeah? And a lot of people don't know about it, but I think Brave has enabled you to be able to use it to view NFT websites. Okay. If, if I'm not mistaken. so It's also a great uh, privacy browser for all you weirdos it's, looking at Pornhub. That's the one to go to. Oh, is there an incognito mode? <laughs> I, always- I, think, I think there is, but the way I understood it is um, so many people are worried about their privacy online. So instead of using mm-hmm. Google Chrome, which is always like spying on their stuff, and although any Google phone or Apple phone for that matter has other methods that it can go through to see what you're doing, I think mm-hmm. when you use Brave... It doesn't use Google as its default search. It uses DuckDuckGo. And uh, okay. yeah, it kind of like goes around the cat's ass to get to its mouth for you to get what you want kind of thing. Yes, I have used. I did switch for a little while to DuckDuckGo on my Apple phone. as yeah. my like default browser. So it's uh, I mean, it's not obviously as good as Google. But I mean, if you're a privacy guy, then DuckDuckGo is probably the way you want to go. Hundred percent, and it doesn't bombard you with like ads and all sorts of crap. <sighs> I, I kind of find with Google, it's like I search one thing, and it's like I got to scroll down five different past five different websites because they all pay to get their website up top, right? You know, I I kind of hate that in a way. I kind of hate how when you search for something, and I and I and I understand the whole economics of it. It's like people are paying to have their stuff put up there. So if you're looking for something that's similar in that space. They want to make sure that they can actually get their stuff sold. And it's like, you know, the higher their, their the amount of money they use for their search, you know what I mean? The more relevant they are, right? So 
when you're looking for real yeah. information, I find sometimes it's kind of dumbed down and you're looking three or four pages deep because you can't find it through all the ads and everything else. So it gets it gets a bit annoying. And I know DuckDuckGo uses a different process. And I know we're, we're kind of nerding out for you guys and we're, you're not probably used to hearing <laughs> that on this uh, podcast. But yeah, you know, I kind of like to, to go off the deep path and check out different things every now and then, right? I remember... 100%. Um, Back in the day, I remember when everybody else was, when Google Chrome was first coming out on mobile, I remember I, I decided not to go that way, and I went with Dolphin. It was a Dolphin web, uh, web browser, and it was really fast for a while there. And it was pretty private. And I think, uh, I don't, I'm not sure, but I think Apple or somebody like that bought them, and it just changed. It wasn't the same after uh, that. Yeah, it's always how it goes, right? They all, the big corpse buy the little ones and just ruin it all. Well, that was uh, another one that just got done recently. I think it was Facebook with, um, uh, what do you call it? Firefox. So Firefox yeah. has like cool extensions. And one of them was like um, Facebook container. So if you didn't want Facebook being able to track what you do online, you would have that extender. And then from there, it wouldn't be able to tell what you were up to. But I think uh-huh. now, um, because I think, I'm not sure if Firefox got bought by them or there's a contract. There's something of that nature that just happened not too long ago. So now if you're using Firefox, it's no longer really containing Facebook. They're able to probably go around the cat's ass and get to its mouth also for your information. So just a heads up on that. (laughs) Data is king. That's what it comes down to. And and to bring it back to the NFT space and crypto, metaverse and all that kind of stuff, data is going to be even more. Because now you actually have people walking around a metaverse and you can track that all what they go to what they click on what they it's going to be data is going to be massive in the, in the next 10 years not that it already it is massive but to me a lot more finer details of what people are going to get these corps are going to get yeah the whole idea that um you know everything that you're doing is free because you are the product it kind of scares you right because when everybody was signing up for their first iphones or you know, back in 2007 and or like Microsoft phones or Windows phones when they had them back in the day, or even the first versions of Google, you know, the whole idea that, you know, don't be evil referred from Google to Apple, you know, and the idea that, you know, we're not supposed to be like having our stuff sold. And now it's just like, well, that's part of the agreement. When you turned on that phone for the <laughs> first time, you're like, hang on a second. I scrolled really yeah. fast because I had a fucking phone call to make, you know, like I got a real life. <laughs> It's all the term of service, was it terms of service, yes. and all that fun. Just scroll on by and who reads it? No one. 14 pages at least that you're like, you yep. quickly just zip by and you're like, okay, okay, okay. It's like when you sign up for a phone, right? All right. But on Crazy. that topic, we're going to switch a little further over. We'll come back to the NFTs and all that good business right after. But um, Activision, a couple weeks ago, Microsoft bought Activision which owns uh, Call of Duty and and even King, which makes uh, Candy Crush and all that stuff. So now Microsoft, Xbox, owns that. What's your thoughts on that? I, I haven't been paying ama- like crazy attention to video game stuff, but that I didn't realize King was part of Activision. Yeah. I didn't realize they... That is way bigger than I thought it was. I don't know. Are they going to, just like what we were just talking about, right? is Microsoft going to screw up the Call of Duty games? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are they going to let them do their thing? Or are they going to try and, you know, influence? It's, I mean, it's huge for the, the, the whole industry. But yeah, um, it's going to be interesting on what happens. Like, those are such massive markets. <laughs> like, the amount of money. What they sell, buy them for? Is it like billions? 
it was a retarded amount. I mean, just to say to say it politely, you know, and I think this is almost like Microsoft's wave, like coming back after last generation of video games, right? Because when you go back to PlayStation 4, Sony had a lot of exclusives, a lot yeah. of exclusives. They bought companies and they had so many exclusives and it just, they were running the market, right? And I guess Xbox or Microsoft kind of got pissed off. They're like, hang on a second, we're doing this all wrong. You know, we're not, we're, we're, we're taking a loss on the console. And then we're doing these games and the companies that own these games are now owned by Sony. And sure, they're allowing it to come on, on, on our market. But what they're doing is all the extras and all the special goodies are either exclusive to Sony up front. Or it's like right. it's, it's a permanent thing. And it's like, well, if you want all these little goodies, you know, or even like the superhero games. Spider-Man used to be available for Xbox and then they started specializing because Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. So it only became exclusive then to the PlayStation. Interesting. So it kind of pissed off a lot of people. You're like, what the fuck, man? I want to sling around with Spider-Man. Yeah, you know what's funny, though, is I find so many people are getting away from... Everyone's going to online, and now you can play everything online. doesn't matter what console you have. Yeah. You're playing with the world. So it's interesting to see them buying up... like Because Activision, isn't there another company that does the other form of... Uh, Call of Duty games too. I believe so. I I, know I can't say the name off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because there's always like two ver like there's always two companies, and I've never understood that. So does so th does that mean like can Sony go buy the other game, the other company, and then have their rights to that side of Call of Duty? It's weird. <laughs> I guess if it's like if you if they couldn't buy the smaller brand unless it was it was unless it was it's, broken it off. Starts with a T. What's that T company? Uh, Treyarch. I think so. That sounds familiar. Yeah, because I always remembered one Call of Duty would have the zombies, and the yeah. other one wouldn't have the zombies. It yeah. was like the one company did that. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I mean, it's a massive... Um, they do need the exclusive It was Black rights, Ops but, versus um, World at War or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So I'm curious what's going to happen, because like everyone wants to play online. So it's yeah. like, does exclusive content really matter? Well, I think At Sony got nowadays, really... It got, it got really worried about that accusation. And there was a lot of rumbles mm -hmm. back and forth about, you're not going to kind of like hold us out. Like you're not going to take the game away from our platform. And Microsoft was basically alluding to, no, they're not interested in doing that. So then mm -hmm. Sony got smart. And, you know, I mean this. So Sony went out and they, and they purchased Bungie. And Bungie is the original maker of Halo. Not only Halo, but it has Destiny and there's a lot of other big games. But those are the two flagship games from Bungie. So I think they did that kind of as a like a rebuttal because even before um, Microsoft bought Act Activision, they also bought Bethesda. And Bethesda has like the Elder Scrolls and, and like the Fallout series and all that stuff, right? So these are a lot of huge games. And like these, they have an online version of... Um, you know, the Elder Scrolls and stuff, but I, I don't remember Fallout ever had a, on, an online. I don't think it has. I don't, I don't think it does. Maybe the newest one might have something, but I don't think it does. I think So there is exclusive content that people still want, but yeah, that is, I, I did not realize, see, that's what I mean. I'm kind of, I'm so far in crypto, but that's funny. I didn't realize Sony had bought up the rights. To, so now they own the rights to Halo? Yeah, so they own the rights to Halo. And part of that that's Activision... Hilarious. Um, purchase, and I think is Crash Bandicoot. And I can't remember what the company that uh, owns Crash Bandicoot, but that was a part of Activision. And now Microsoft owns it. 
So it's kind of weird. It's like they did a flip flop, so right? Weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I were if I were Microsoft, I'm like, here, half Crash Bandicoot. I could I could care less with that goof. Here, I'll take. Yeah, uh, like for, for us growing up, it was like Halo was Microsoft. Yes. Like was X like that 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 was their thing, and now Sony owns it. That's yeah. so weird to think about. <laughs> they That's funny. That's they, such a baller move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm a Microsoft guy, just like you are. But uh, yeah. at the end of the day, you got to give Sony love for that because that was a that was a big slap. That was a big return fire. It's a big fucking like I see what you're doing, bro. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put you back in a stalemate here because I want to make sure that Call of Duty doesn't come away from us. But yeah, exactly. In- enjoy your Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money with the next Halo. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're no longer allowing you to have Halo one, two, three, or four on your system. It's only gonna be exclusive to Sony. Can you imagine? Oh, but here's a real question hilarious. I have to I have to throw it at you, Ryan. So with those all those gaming companies owned now by the mini, by manufacturers, right? Who buys Rockstar? Rockstar being uh, Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto, just to name a couple. Those are major hits. Like you remember, Grand Theft Auto has been out a lot longer than any Halo game. It was out in Grand yeah. Theft. PlayStation One had Grand Theft Auto. Who who do you think buys that one? That's interesting. Like, who's the, I mean, when you talk video game, you all it's always Sony X, like Sony Microsoft. So it's interesting. I don't see either one of them buying it, but whoever gets it is going to be printing money again, especially if they, you know, come out with a new release of GTA, whatever one it's supposed to be, six now. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Who do you who, who do you think? You know, if I was a betting man, and you know, there's always three companies, right? And obviously, I'm not talking with Sega. I heard Sega's trying to make a comeback. I I think no. they have a better chance of making an <laughs> NFT with Atari. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if I was a betting man, I would think Steam would come in there and buy uh, Rockstar just to kind of say, guys, we're here, eh? and we're not going anywhere anytime quick. So don't don't get comfortable thinking you guys are the king because we're up in here too. Because I think Can Steam is more of like happened? the representation of like VR, like VR games, because they you can stream yep. VR games and pc games so they take a bite out of microsoft that way and they kind of take a bite out of playstation because playstation has a new vr headset coming out for the ps5 as well and i think it kind of like narrows the path a little bit and kind of opens it up a little bit down the middle being like we have we have a really big um company here too so we're we're not going anywhere and here's our place in history ps that is a brilliant idea like do you think Steam has that kind of money to be able to oh, purchase. They that. have a membership. They have a membership thing. Why wouldn't do they, they really? Do? Yeah, they Damn, do. I got to get back to the gaming world. I'm so far out. Far I'm not even that deep. Play. I'm not even that deep. This is just surface stuff that I've been seeing over wow. the last couple months. And it's just, I was just thinking, I'm like, Steam would be a good one for Rockstar that to be purchased be by. Massive. Yeah, that would be massive. That'd be like, it's almost like a three stooges slap. You know what I mean? Like it's steam is like Mo and just kind of like licks its, licks its hand, smacks both <laughs> Microsoft and Sony at the same time. Be like, whoop, whoop, yeah. whoop. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. That'd be great. Oh man. It would like, it would light the gaming world on fire. 100%. For sure. Talking about gaming world and we're going to swing yeah. it all the way back to NFTs again. I know that you're probably sick of talking about NFTs cause that's your thing. Oh, oh yeah. But Ubisoft, a couple months ago, made their own NFT, caused a stir in your world, and people were pissed off because, you, as you made mention to me in the last podcast, you made, you made it known that that community doesn't really like big-name companies coming in there and making NFTs. And if I read correctly, it was kind of a failure. 
What are your thoughts on that? Am, am I incorrect? No, I think it was a failure. Um, I'm not 100% sure on what exactly they did. But yeah, the, the community doesn't like... Like Adidas dropped a big thing and that kind of flopped. Uh, so did Nike, didn't they? Uh, they bought a company, a clothing, like a shoe brand yeah. uh, with the intention, I think, of doing NFTs. They haven't done it yet. But uh, I know Adidas did something with Ford Apes and it wasn't really that popular. But yeah, I think a lot of these companies, yeah, Ubisoft did do something and I'm pretty sure it flopped. And now, because uh, I know of a couple projects, I know one in particular that potentially had something going with them and it, it ended up kind of them doing their own NFT scared them in out of not getting into the space now. So it backfired on them. It definitely did. Well, that's, um, not, that's not a terrible thing because that means that community is still safe and sound for the time being. Yeah. I mean... They're, they're coming in, though. They, the big corps are starting to figure it out. And these big, the, I mean, the, the early setters, like the Adidas, the Ubisoft, and there's a couple other ones. I mean, there is some kinks in the armor, and they are kind of flopping, but now it's opening the door slowly. They're getting a toe in the door to, hey, everyone else, come try. Like, look what we did wrong. Don't do what we did. And then I think, do you think they inevitable. would go. Do you think they would go that way, or do you think they would just buy someone outright to come work with them to do it that's very experienced and and without better words like uh successful in doing so prior to joining the company i think that's what they they might end up doing they'll see like either a small team that was very is very successful in the space and just buy up buy them up or bring them on or contract it out or something uh, i think it's inevitable there's so much money to be kind of made with blockchain and all that technology that it's it's going to happen and yeah, it screwed them right now, but it's just going to be interesting because they're inventing new tech all the time within blockchains and smart contracts and stuff. Yeah. So it's once it gets figured out and like the aha moment, it's just going to open the floodgates, especially when it comes to like Ubisoft and that, that gaming side of NFTs. Yeah, because like, I mean, you like, look at those famous uh, characters like uh, you got Sam Fisher from uh, Ubisoft's uh, Splinter Cell. You can make an yeah. NFT of him, of like him cracking a Merc's head, or you know, you have um, what is that game? Uh, Assassin's Creed. You can have that guy jumping off, or you know what I mean? Like, there's so many cool different um, you know JPEGs, JPEGs. You can there's make. so many. Yeah, there's so many avenues you can do. You can even take scenes from their games. And yes. just make it a 15 second clip and and mint that as an NFT. Like there, I think what might end up happening is something like Ubisoft might go with, um, say, with someone like Vivi, where they do digital collectibles, and they have Marvel, they have Disney, they have those big corps, and they're they're creating um, digital collectibles for them. They're not necessarily NFTs right now. They are, but they're not because it's like centralized. But once it gets decentralized and put on a blockchain, then it opens up to the the NFT world. But they might sign up with someone like that and give them licensing rights and then have like a team of artists and stuff that work creating that stuff we're talking about yeah. and just releasing it up through that system as opposed to trying to do it themselves. You're probably right in that sense. They might try and hook up with some. I, my my guess would be something like Vivi. They're the, the kings right now of... Uh, licensing and branding and like putting out nfts i can see that yeah. i mean if and, you say it it sounds like it'll happen yeah i mean i'm heavy in vv so if that happens i'm even better for me <laughs> <laughs> hint hint just yep. saying get in there 
there. They're making some splinter cell NFTs. Honestly. So with um with the whole thing in Ukraine and obviously we I don't really want to go down that deep dark path necessarily. Mm-hmm. But with the inflation and all that happening in the crypto world and even like um EFTs and stocks all shit in the bed right now. Do you think yeah. this this could pull people out of blockchain and nfts and all that stuff because of how money's just kind of shit in the bed and the inflation so high no not at all because they've turned to actual crypto to fund the ukrainian people like there was one so one of them happening with the nft community is they started creating hey mint this for like on cardano like 10 cardano which is like 10 bucks mint this nft and all proceeds go to whatever um there's some ukrainian uh, charity that a lot of people were donating to. So I think I think that one Ukrainian pool ended up getting like $20 million for what? charity. So, and a lot of places because like Visa, MasterCard and all these are backing out of Russia, they've yeah. now turned to crypt- crypto to fund certain things in Russia, in Ukraine, helping the people, both both Russians and Ukrainians, because, I mean, I'm not taking a side that are no, no. State, state and a political side here. But no. um, but at the end of the day, yeah, a lot of places have actually turned to crypto to fund donations or fund, I guess the other side would be like illegal funds for firearms or whatever. But the, the main thing is they've done a lot of, the whole space together is just like, for the Ukrainian people, for the, like they've raised a ton of money and a ton of projects have donated a ton of money just based on like creating a little small NFT that doesn't cost too much money yeah. and all proceeds are, it's like, hey, we'll mint 5,000 of these, whatever we, we mint in a week, we'll donate the money and then we'll match it. So projects are actually putting up their own money too, not just collecting money. Oh, that's good, that's good. So I think it's the opposite. Just It's just helped people get money to and to and for for all right yeah so before we wrap this bad boy up there ryan i just wanted to ask you what you thought about um countries actually blocking out um i I, like i i can think of one country that are blocking out crypto and they're making it illegal in those countries what are your thoughts on that it's uh i guess well we're talking china's blocking it right uh six countries apparently as of right now and I think they're, I, I can't remember all the countries. I know China was one of them yeah. for sure. Yeah, China's one of them. I think India, like, the, but here's the, there's so many countries that are adapting it as their own. Like, they're accepting it as a currency. Yeah. Uh, the ones that are, I don't know, I think the ones that generally are blocking it want to keep, it would be like the North Koreas of the world. There yeah. is a dictatorship, right? They don't want that in. They don't want their people to have access. To, I know people that are in the Philippines playing online poker in a metaverse and they're making like a thousand two thousand dollars a month doing this oh wow and that's like that's their yearly income and they're doing it a month so like crypt so for them blocking you're only hurting some people like i don't i don't know why i mean there's so many political things i i don't like it i guess is my stance on it obviously i think you should be able to do what you want yeah. Um, I don't know the reason why they'd be blocking it. I guess, like like I said, China's a dictatorship and they don't want... I think they made their own digital... world. They made their own digital uh, currency. So I think maybe that might Did be they? why. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess, I guess it keeps it centralized in their country. But yeah. to them, it's decentralized in a, in a way, like, quote, unquote. I, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think... Uh, Nor do I. I agree with you. And I... 
Yeah, and I'm not too well-versed on why they would do it or not do it. So I, I think let the people make the decision. And if it's just decentralized. And a lot of the rest of the world wants everything central, right? Yeah. Centralized. Now, there's one rumor, and this is my very last question, and I'll let you go, Ta- regarding digital currencies. Now, what is your feeling on the idea that um, they'll be able to now make money go um, stale, in a sense? Like, there'll be an expiry date. You can't just have money just lying around so what is your feeling on that are you more of like well you know you should make your money work for you so you should try to move it from x y and z or are you on the other side where you're like well i don't really see why they would need to do that this is all rumors and hearsay of course but this is stuff i've read online and god knows i can't even remember the source <laughs> so what so what is it so digital currency is going to have yeah, an expiry the, or real there's money? like talk about like real money that turns into digital would have an expiry oh, date almost, almost like, like remember gift how card. gift cards back in the day used to have like yeah. an expiry date and you're like what the fuck it's like money i think they i think they technically still do have an expiry because like but it takes like two cents a year until it's empty but that's an interesting way to to look at it because with blockchain like Especially with something like Bitcoin, right? You yeah. can't put an expiry on it. It's minted and then it's there. Yeah. But I guess you could burn. Uh, that's very interesting. It, de- it depends, on, I guess, on. It's very interesting, actually. I am for it to a certain extent, though. Like having an expiry would make it so that, say, the expire after the expiry, the the coin or token or money kind of gets burned, which makes it more valuable for the rest that's still out there. Yeah, at the time, but huh? You think that would encourage people to make their money work for them more? So I guess it would put more emphasis on the banking system of getting people to, you know, invest in X, Y, or Z, so their money isn't expiring or takes away the expiry date. Yeah, that'd be interesting. How to? I'd have to look. I'm gonna have to look this rumor up. That's interesting. Please, 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 please do. And the next time you come on, please smack me with the truth. I need the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Give you nothing but the cold hard truth. That's it, baby. Nothing but the facts. <laughs> Ryan, it's always a treat to have you on the show. I really uh, appreciate you coming on here. Tell everybody where they can find you again. I'm on Twitter at uh, NFG underscore Ryan. And I guess that's about it for right now because I don't have anything else. But we'll have some stuff. Like I said, we're, we're working on things and I'll have to come on and promote that stuff too later on. Yes, please do. We'll even have to have your partner or your bro host on the show. Bro host. I got to remember that. I got to write that down. Oh, yeah. I guess I guess you could find us at uh, Non-Fungible Guys Podcast. You Google that, you'll find us on every platform too. Beautiful. Folks, just a friendly reminder, you can find us on the website we have for the podcast, and that's godyproductions.godaddysites.com. You can listen to all our episodes. I believe we're at 164, 165. You can buy our gear if you think it's uh, worthy enough of your time. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the other time I do drop a bomb here on uh, TikTok. So, (laughs) NFG, Ryan, thank you once again for your time. No problem, buddy. Thank you for having me. A wise person once told me nobody likes to tip, so that's why we go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Go deep. This is Go Deep Productions. Thank you for listening to Go Deep, the podcast, a member of Go Deep Productions, where we give our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on all forms of social media. If you would like to reach out to the show, email us at godeepthepodcast at gmail.com. And remember, always go deep.